Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Active Spirituality. Life with your favorite friends from the other side of the podcast, Pamela Cuccinell and Susie Mazzoli. <laughs> and some of you actually have seen us in 3D. We do exist in 3D. Lots of love to all of our friends out there. And thanks so much for reaching out and telling us Thanks, Janice, for reaching out this week and telling me that you're listening to our podcast. It's so nice to hear that that um, that that you listen. So this week is May the 17th, 2021. And guess what, folks? This is week 20 already of this year. And Pam's going to give us, as always, the uh, forecast for the week get your pencils out, get your date books out, start to take notes, and I'll be back for our 10-minute turbo burst. Pam, week 20, here we go. Okay, before I launch in, I want to just say hello to Julie, who sent me a note about how she listens and, and enjoys our podcast, so that's great. And belated birthday greetings. So Monday the 17th, before I go into this week, I just want to say I hope everybody had a good last week, which was a little bumpy. There was a lot going on. And uh, this week, fortunately, especially once we get midweek, should feel a little more like things are in flow. But let me talk a little about all of that and how it rolls out. The moon moves into the sign of Leo at 8.44 a.m. on the 17th. It had been void, of course, before, so the morning, um, it may be difficult to leave the house. When the moon is in the sign of cancer, especially void, of course, we may want to just kind of be where we're comfortable, cozy, and do the things we like to do. But as of 8.44 a.m., when it moves into Leo, we are now cooking with gas, if you will. <laughs> things are moving forward. And what happens is we we want to we want to create. We want to do things that make us feel as though we are responding to the wishes of the inner the inner muse, the inner divine child. What is it that we're here to do separate? and special and unique, unique voice heard. And this will be emphasized for people with strong air or fire in their horoscope. So allow that to just be in the juices of where it wants to go. If you feel a bit of resistance to that kind of spontaneity or 
wanting to raise your hand and say, look at me in whatever context. Just note why are you feeling resistance and is it valuable for you to express yourself or be heard? Because if it is, then be heard. Say what you need to say. Um, let that voice be heard and be out there. There's a bit of a bump with this, as I'm pointing out, especially if it feels like too big or too important or too much too soon, like almost the floodgates open. And some of us may feel a little clumsy about the self-expression component. But um, once again, if it's something that needs to be said and you feel it is in line with your truth, then by all means, express yourself. So the next couple of days are dynamic days to do things that we want to put out there, get done, move with the energy of the waxing moon cycle. And the thing to note on Tuesday the 18th is that the morning can feel a little stressful. It can feel a bit like, do I have everything I need? Um, should I be doing this? Is this the time? Is it the right motivation? Um, question authority. All those things are fine, except once again, I have to reiterate, if it's something you really want to get off the ground and in motion, then allow that to start rolling out. And what I see is when I look at the afternoon, especially of Tuesday the 18th, this is really, really strong energy for opportunity, for being seen, for being heard, for getting the creative idea off the ground, and to really get recognized in the way you would like. Also, if there are children or a child in your life or someone who wants to play with you, definitely make time to make that happen, especially after your workday or obligations. On the 19th, Wednesday, the moon is still in the sign of Leo until, let's see, okay, these are the important things to be aware. That window of very high opportune energy starts to ebb off as we get to late morning. So get things in motion, ideally before around 11 a.m. After that point in time, you can still uh, realize a lot of goals and make things happen. It's just it may feel a little more challenging and confrontational, but that doesn't mean that things can't get done because they absolutely can. Once the moon goes void, of course, at 3.13 p.m., and the times I give are Eastern time, and what's important to note is when I say void, of course, what's happening is the moon is not making any direct geometric um, configurations to another planet before it moves into the next sign. And so during this period of time, we aren't as emotionally attached to the outcome. 
So that's why it's important to note when the moon is void, of course, which in this case it is for almost an hour and a half. It enters the sign of Virgo at 4.59 p.m. And so during this void period, I think it would be absolutely fabulous if you could play. Because when the moon is void, of course, in the sign of Leo, it doesn't really want to be doing any work unless it's work that is um, creative or is a follow through thing that allows one a sense of um, joy or appreciation in what one is creating. Other good things to do when the moon is void, of course, is to organize, get rid of clutter. Um, but I, I love the Leo void, of course, moon to just kind of do something that just you really have fun with. Uh, watch a movie, play games, talk to a friend you really care about, make love, um, flirt. These things are all really fun things to do. At 4.59 p.m., when the moon enters the sign of Virgo, now we're in terrifically juicy energy to make things happen. So this is very project-oriented. It's um, it the first couple of hours. It may be most useful to kind of look at the wide picture, the big picture, uh, see everything that you'd like to do, imagine you want to put your teeth into, and then winnow down what are the most important things, what's the priority, what is the gravy that I get to if I have time. And if you do that over the next um, day and a half, you're going to have very high productivity. Another thing of note is that Venus and Saturn are making a picture in the sky this day, which is very, very good for building strong alliances. This may be someone who already is in your field, somebody who you work with already, someone in your home, a person who you respect, who you're learning from, who you're teaching, uh, and <clears throat> or it may be someone new. But it's it kind of brings into emphasis, this is a partner, this is a support system, this is someone I can rely on for this certain task or thing that I'm doing, or this is someone who deserves my attention and support. It can work either way. And so you can put that in your frame of things that you're doing over the next uh, day and a half. Or it can be something that you note to go back to when the time comes. On Thursday, the 20th, and the other thing I should mention is uh, good activities when the moon is in the sign of Virgo are anything that has to do with a routine, work, health, um, ritual, things that you want to get um, the ducks lined up in a row, um, tidied up, 
um, constructed so that they flow better. Uh, Virgo is exquisite at studying something and deciding how to maximize productivity if you don't kind of get stuck in the weeds. And sometimes we need to get stuck in the weeds in order to clear the way for the boat to sail through. So this is what requires your attention on Tuesday, uh, on Thursday, the 20th, what requires you to study, look at it and really laser focus on it. And as the day progresses, you might find, okay, I'm, I'm working on this specific project or thing that I want to get off the ground. And then as you get more towards late afternoon, early evening, a, um, a realization comes in about relationship or finance or something that you value or need to value more. And what happens with whatever that may be, it may be fleeting, or for some of us, it may feel very, very deep, especially if you have a Moon-Venus configuration in your horoscope that's a bit more challenging. And what can happen on this day is it can you can gain wisdom, insight, um, kind of move the healing a bit if you're aware of it. Always self-awareness is the first step to really um, consciousness and, and creating change. I mean, we have to become aware of something before we can... Uh, address, oh yeah, I need to put my attention to this. So Thursday the 20th can be very enriching that way. Uh, and it could be, as I said, a relationship. It may not be you're specifically going through it, but it may be something you help a child, a parent, a spouse, a, a friend, a client with. The other thing I, I always have to mention is that the sun enters Gemini on this day. And so we're moving from the Taurus energy into Gemini energy, which is mutable. So where the energy is moving to the point where spring morphs into summer. <clears throat> and so adaptability can increase, especially uh, for air and fire signs, we get this kind of jazz sense of uh, expectation because it's almost like we're leaning towards the future as we've leapt from the, the, the very fixed energy of Taurus. So some of us, this is an easier segue than others, but you may notice a kind of... Um, leap or um, a, a fast forward that can occur on this particular day, depending on what you're doing or what aspect of your life it affects. It's If you know your horoscope, it's when the sun moves into a different sign, and this is absolutely true, when the moon moves into a different sign, when the sun moves into a different sign, it's over a 30-day cycle. 
So um, depending on where it falls in your horoscope, um, it its impact is is about a month's time, not an even month, obviously, but it it's a 30-day rollout. With the moon, when the moon's moving through a house, it's two and a half days. So the emphasis of concentration in that area of life really ramps up. And in the sign of Virgo, if you know where Virgo falls in your horoscope, that can increase awareness as to how this is manifesting or what's the best way to utilize this energy uh, when the moon passes through. So on the 21st of May, <clears throat> the moon goes void, of course, at 12.50. No, sorry. The moon goes void, of course, at 3.56 p.m. Sometimes I get my time zones <laughs> wrapped up. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so that means until basically late afternoon, you're in a good energetic surge to make something happen, really create powerful transformations and transitions. So if it's, you know, if you want to rearrange your office, excellent day to do that. If you want to um, uh, go through some sort of therapeutic situation, excellent day to do that. Or if it's uh, just a, a project or something that is in motion, it's a really, really strong, powerful day for that. Uh, some of us may also notice a, a conversation or relationship that reveals something on this day. And if that happens, it's, uh, it's a, an opportunity to step up or learn more or deepen into so it's a very, very strong healing transformational energy. Once the moon is void, of course, uh, in that sign of Virgo uh, until 9.35 p.m., uh, if you've been wanting to purge a closet or clean out your emails, man, it gets done very quickly <laughs> if you put your attention to that uh, at this particular time. When the moon enters Libra, at 9.35 p.m., this sets up uh, weekend energy where we want to relate. We want to be with other people. We want to, um, we want to exchange ideas. And that can be a really strong motivating force on the evening of Friday the 21st into the 22nd Saturday. Keep in mind, there's a Mercury-Neptune picture in the sky that indicates that it may not be a person's intention to confuse the message, but messages can be confused. So if you're out and about going someplace you're not familiar with, or even if you are, Make sure that you're going where you intend to go. This would be a day where it would be very easy to get distracted in a conversation and realized you missed an exit or you were going somewhere that you realized, oh, this was a, <laughs> a habitual place to go, but it's not where I was going today. So you, you want to be aware 
of where you are, where you're going, the conversations you're having, and that each of you understand one another. It's a classic day for reading the first couple of sentences in the email and not reading the deeper uh, text that was telling you something important. So read, listen, ask questions. I understood you to say X and make sure that that's what the person meant for you to hear because it's it's just uh, um, on the other hand, it we can get very strong intuitive hits or messages, which is uh, terrific. But we need to, in direct conversation, we need to be sure that that's what both or all people intend to be getting across. Just because you've gotten this download or information about something doesn't mean everybody has that information available to them. So Saturday the 23rd, uh, Moon is also in the sign of Libra. It basically all day, it goes void, of course, at 5.36 p.m. So it's void until 11 p.m. in the evening when it enters the sign of Scorpio. Very deep regenerative energy, lovely for a really good night's sleep to prime you for the, the week ahead. But prior to that, there's a few things to note. One of them is that Saturn goes retrograde. And when Saturn goes retrograde, things get harder. It's, that's the short um, phrase. Basically, Saturn is about structure. It's about tasks. It's about um, discipline. It's about what it is we should do. So when it's retrograde, things kind of stop. And it doesn't mean that nothing gets done. It just means there's more hoops to jump through. So it wouldn't be surprising that on that day or the next day, there's an announcement about something with travel or with whatever about more restrictions or rules and it doesn't just have to be travel it can be um it can be things that well since saturn's in um since saturn's in aquarius it could also be about um perceived freedom what's really interesting with saturn in aquarius right now and both Saturn and Jupiter and Aquarius kind of be the, being the harbinger of what happens in a couple of years when Pluto moves into an Aquarius. And this is really, uh, we are in for very um, changeable times. But Aquarius is a sign that's got to do with personal freedom. But it also has a lot energetically to do with determining what is thought of to be the utopia or the best situation. So when these two things sometimes are in conflict, which they can be, um, we have a reckoning. And so with Saturn and Aquarius, we are in 
a reckoning period over the next couple of years as we really question what freedom means and what our preconceived notions of what utopia is or the desired society. So anyway, um, Sunday can be a kind of bumpy day with a lot of conversations or dialogue that um, people kind of bump up against one another. Not necessarily bad. I think one of the most important things that we need to understand over the next year and change, which hopefully we learn that quickly, I'm not sure we will, is how to dialogue with someone who seems to be a total polar opposite. Where do we find common ground? Where do we meet one another on the terrain of our mutual humanity? And I think that's a good point to turn it over to Susie. (laughs) The humanity? (laughs) Our mutual humanity, our global humanity. Yeah, good point. (laughs) Good point to jump into a meditation, I think. Absolutely. So uh, I invite everyone, 10 minutes, turbo boost. Put your bottom down. Put your mind at ease. Put your body at ease. And just start, start to just take a few deeper breaths and allowing yourself to arrive. Knowing that everything that we're doing now ripples out, everything that we're thinking, everything that we're feeling, everything that we're doing creates ripples and ripples out from the centre of your being out to everything around you. Every single atom in the air around you. So that's maybe why we do need to take some responsibility and definitely some mindfulness around what we're doing, what we're saying, what we're feeling, what we are putting out there into the world. What is it that we are sharing with the world around us? Just take a moment to feel that and to feel the importance, to feel the real, the real strength of being a human being. the strength, the power of being a human being here in this world now, in this life, a very a very precious human life for sure. As much as we think that life might be this or life might be that or it's not going the way I want or I'm happy or I'm sad or I want this or I want that, The actual fact 
that we are alive in a human body, not as a tree, not as a dog, not as a mosquito. The fact that we are alive in a human body is by its very nature a precious and special time, precious human life is what we call it. And in every moment, with every blink of our eyes, with every breath that we take, that life is passing by. It is a, a set time. Our lives don't last forever with this body, with this awareness. It's a set period of time that we have to be here, to be present, to contribute, to love, to laugh, to play, to do, to be intelligent, to be smart, to be creative. It's a set time that we have to be here. And just as we listen to the astrology, we can hear that every day is different. Every single day, there's a different lineup. The celestial body is giving us that different atmosphere, different energies within which to be, different energies within which we can express ourselves, different energies which we can fight against, which we can really rile up against, or energies that we can gently ride along with, like surfing the wave, like gliding on the currents and the wind like a bird flying. Effortlessly or with tremendous effort. And we can now find the way in our own life, no matter where we are, no matter what age we are, no matter what we have done in the past, we can now find a way to really deepen, really sink down. Just visualise yourself just sinking down like when you're on the beach and you just take your feet and really sink down into the sand and really plant ourselves in this time, in this life, in gratitude, in mindfulness and really making all the moments count, allowing everything to be special. Whether we're doing a menial job that we've done a million times before, washing the cups, watering your plants, feeding your dog, going for a walk, doing your job, sending that email. What happens if we really just give all of our presence, almost in a state of prayer, a state of awareness all the time to everything. And just feel yourself getting into that state like 
planting yourself. I am now deepening into my life, my energy, my place in the world. I'm deepening in. Just feel yourself becoming heavier, almost wriggling, wriggling there with your bottom, with your feet, just getting snuggling, snuggling into that place. Prepared to be here now. I'm not on the run. I'm not trying to escape. I'm not overwhelmed. I haven't had enough. I'm here now through thick and thin. I am here now with mindfulness and joy. I am here now committed to this life, to the service, committed to humanity, committed to the absolute wonder of this earth, of nature, of people, of culture, of spirituality. And instead of being the person that's planning for tomorrow and I'll be better if and I'll be better when and I'll be happier when, just really deepening into this moment now. In this moment right now, I am here, I am alive, I am full of joy, I am full of energy, full of gratitude and excitement. And wherever I am feeling dull or slow, allow that to be filled up now as I reach out in other directions, making new connections, reaching out further to other horizons, expanding, expanding my heart, expanding my mind, my compassion. And wherever I feel stuck, wherever I feel overwhelmed, I just put lots and lots of space there, filling it up with space so that I can feel really expansive, more space in between the ideas, more space in between the cells, more space everywhere. And as I take a few deeper breaths, just feeling myself really opening up to be present here and now, strong and powerful. Gently just take a few deeper breaths, gently opening your eyes and feeling yourself totally here. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much, Pam. And we will be back next week. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell 
of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.